call is now being recorded. <laughs> We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. So uh, this is episode 23. Um, we actually should have had the last episode, episode 23, since it was D23. But yeah. it just worked out that it's actually episode 23 uh, now, which uh, Comic-Con just ended. And yep. uh, so we weren't there. We were no. not at Comic-Con. Um, nor have we ever been. Um, we both would very much, very much like to go. Um, I know we've talked about it and, and, you know, wondering if like at some point we could ever pull it together to, uh, to do that, to make the journey, uh, across the country to, uh, San Diego. No, I, I, I did almost yeah. the next big, I did almost the next best thing, you know, I took a hundred dollars in like $5 bills and I threw it up in the air. And I just stood in a line for like four hours just by myself. <laughs> that, and that's, uh, that's pretty that's, much that's, that's like Comic Con. Well, and that's and that's my point is that <laughs> I very much would like to go. I mean, it looks like a lot of fun. It's a lot of like-minded people. I'm sure that you know we'd get along with everybody, and it'd be great. Um, yeah. But without anything really. The only reason I want to go there is if I was going there to like promote something, or if I had a show, or if I had. Uh, some sort of trade or something like that that, you know, that I could like be in like the, the selling area, you know, like maybe, you know, I sell like, you know, black hole action figures or something. And so that's like my thing. And so like <laughs> I go to Comic Con every year and like sell, you know, little Ernest Borgnines and Anthony Hopkins or Anthony Perkins. Um, you know, that's, that's the only, that's the only reason that I would, want to uh want to be there um because as a as a person just going to the show it looks like it looks like the state fair the minnesota state fair which is enormous um yeah times times like 10 and and i'm just yeah. i'm kind of i'm kind of the point in my life now where i'm not crazy about being in that large amount of people like it's just like I, I don't like that feeling of being all kind of confined and being kind of pushed you know into things and you know and just kind of you know you're just in this big herd um i don't know if that's my thing anymore um i don't love concerts uh i don't like going to fireworks you know these are all things that have happened <laughs> as i've gotten older and I'm just, I'm just not in need of that, you know. And and really, it just to me, it looks like you pick a couple of panels. I could be completely wrong. Somebody completely disagree with me here, who has who've been to these things. But um, in the small experience I've had with like the smaller conventions that have come here, you know, the panels have a long line that starts fairly early, and and you know, and and. 99% of the time, everybody's going to get into that panel. Um, whereas Comic-Con, people show up, like, 
they sleep like in the line and they like, you know, they're there for like, you know, nine hours in line because they want to get to this particular panel and the panel only lasts an hour. So you're yeah. just going to throw away your entire Comic-Con experience <laughs> by just standing in a line like the whole time and then just see this yeah. one hour panel and then see a couple of trailers and be like, hey, I got to see the the leaked, you know, I got to see the first Avengers Infinity War trailer. Good for you. So did I. I saw it online. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> perfect. You know, it's like, you know, it was rough. But I, I could make it out. And I didn't wait in a line for eight hours. Like, you know, it's like, I don't, yeah. I don't understand that mentality. And I'm sure there, you know, there's a lot of people who defend it. Um, it doesn't sound like a like a, like a lot of fun to me. It sounds like a whole lot of standing around, and and it's just like it's a reason to just buy stuff, you know. And, and yeah. I don't I don't need to buy stuff. I got enough stuff. Like I got a bunch of garbage in this house that I don't I don't need I don't need help. I don't need help in in having me add more garbage to my shelves, you know. Um, so. As much as I would love to go and experience it, I would like to experience it in a way that I wasn't a consumer, that I would be, like, one who would be, like, part of, you know, the show. Yeah. Um, no, I, I that's really, that. that's really, that's, that's really the only way I would really enjoy it, I think. Um, and then being able to go out, you know, on a break or whatever, and then going out and just kind of walk around and, you know, and see what's up and see what's out there and everything. But it wouldn't be the whole thing. Like, I wouldn't have to be, like, in the cattle the whole time. Um, But but it happens. It happens every year. People love it. It's a big, big deal. All the studios now bring all their garbage out, um, promoting everything. Um, and, And really, there is no, like, thing that, you know, fits with Comic-Con, and that's it. Now they know that there's, like so many people in this one place that, like, guerrilla marketers just kind of, like, you know, like, descend on, onto the onto the, the uh, city. And they've yeah. got vans, and they've got, you know, people on top of buses, and they're, like, megaphones, and, um, you know, it's just, like, it doesn't even have to be, like, a science fiction, superhero, horror, anything like any genre whatsoever it's just the idea that they have this audience this captive audience of people walking around the streets and they're just going to just throw it out there and see if maybe somebody will visit their website or or whatever um yeah i've heard that the places around the hotel people you know rent out the the space around the hotel and uh they don't even have a booth in comic-con they just set something up outside wow and that that you don't even have to pay to get into you know what I mean? It's like, right. It's technically not part of Comic-Con. It's just around the Comic-Con. Right. Which it's kind of like at the state that's... fair. Like, if you really wanted to get mini donuts at the Minnesota, Minnesota State Fair, you can just go down on, like, Snelling and or Como, and you can just go buy mini donuts because there's a little booth out there. <laughs> right. You know, like yeah, if that's on the your, thing you really wanted to do. Yeah, on your on your walk to the gates, like getting in, they actually have them outside, which yeah. How does that even work? How are they allowed to do that? Because like <laughs> then why then why wouldn't they just set up a whole street of food trucks 
like right that's outside kinda, the gate. That's kind of what's happening, you know. That's going to really? happen. Yeah, I don't know. If you go down, uh, yeah. Nobody cares about Minnesota people, but no. But we always we always take the bus, so we don't, you know, we don't oh, walk yeah. in, you know, because we yeah. do the park and ride thing. So we never actually get to see like the the walk up to the gates. You know, they just drive you into the parking lot. Because yeah. um, you're fancy. Because uh, we're cheap. Because we, <laughs> we don't want to pay for parking, <laughs> so we. So we drive, you know, an extra ten minutes to park somewhere, and then and then that great experience of we'll we'll do a state fair episode maybe, maybe (laughs) maybe 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 we won't. Yeah, maybe we won't. I don't know. Um, We'll do live uh, live from the state fair. Oh, that'd be cool. (laughs) But the the line to get on the bus to go to the state fair that's the really unpleasant part. Like, you know, it's it can be really long. Actually, the ride yeah. to the state fair is usually not that bad. Actually, I take that back. It's only because they're, they're running pretty pretty steady. So you may only have to wait, you know, maybe 10 minutes or so before you actually get to get on a bus. But the return back, that's when it gets ugly. And, oh, and, they've, yeah. impro- and, they, and they've improved it. So, like, in the past, before they kind of revamped it, you could be waiting for a half hour, you know, for the bus to to come through, you know, for the return trip. Yeah. And then the bus is so full, you don't get on that bus. Where <laughs> right. then you have to wait for the next bus. And that could be another 20 minutes. And if you got a little kid or kids, they're ready to leave and they don't want to sit around and wait. Like they're like yeah. We're done. We want to go home, and then you gotta, and then you gotta like carry them, you know, and, and yeah. hold them, and you know. And same thing uh, happens at Disney. You gotta wait for the bus back to your hotel or whatever. It's that same sort of like everybody's tired, everybody's crabby, and they just want to go sit down, and yet you gotta stand here and wait for another bus or shuttle or boat or whatever it is. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Same exact thing. So anyway, and I'm gonna back to cop. What's it? Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in and do some uh, housekeeping stuff before we go any farther, and then we'll go back to Comic Con. So we just we okay. started a Facebook group, which uh, is linked to the page. And actually, I found Facebook groups are pretty fun. So uh, join it, and then you can share stuff directly to uh, to the group, and uh, makes for a little bit more of a community experience. So. You can, you know, just hop right in and, and interact with everyone, and uh, it's a lot of fun. That's it. Is that it? Is that I, it? I was, wait, I was waiting for more. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Is more? That was it. Okay. I just um, wanted to highlight that. Oh, oh and we updated yeah, the site so, a little bit so because we had some uh, we had some issues with the iTunes servers not recognizing the latest episode, so I had to do yeah. some back end. Back end stuff and made some improvements, and the site should load faster. So you can go listen to all the episodes on the website 10mfh.com. You can uh, read articles and uh, waste time at work. That's what you can do. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, so join the group. Do it. Yeah. I joined it. I joined it, and I didn't even know what I was joining, but I just said yes. So I'm part of the group too, and I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. I just saw it, and it said, "You want to join?" And I said, "Sure." 
And uh, so now I know what it is I joined, which is kind of scary that I would just join something blindly. But, <laughs> but I saw 10 Minutes from Hell on it, so I figured it was pretty safe that I would do it. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't asking me to, like, give my bank account information or, you know. No, uh, not yet. Uh, yeah, not yet. nothing like that. Um, and, oh, mm-hmm. oh I, I, I discovered this podcast called uh, Pod Stallions. And if you like our podcast, listen to their podcast. It's eerily similar. <laughs> these guys, these guys like the same stuff that we do. They talk about the same stuff. They deep dive into you know TV shows and movies the way we do. Um, they're they're really cool and they're really funny, and I I really enjoy listening to them. I actually sent one of them a message saying that uh, that we had plugged their podcast on our page, and and uh, he said he was going to try to listen to ours um <laughs> he's not so uh, he's, probably not, he's probably not going to uh, but he's very re- he's very responsive on his facebook page it's it's plaid stallions which he goes into yeah. all 70s stuff uh he, he goes into fashion he goes into uh but action figures and toys and movies and tv shows uh, the whole thing it's everything i like and, and it's a it's a great site and i really enjoy it so check out Fun. plaid yeah. stallions and check out Pod Stallions, uh, their podcast, which is also very cool. So back, so back to Comic Con. Uh, you know, I mean, I think I would have loved to have gone to Comic Con, like in the seventies, like when it started. Oh, for sure. Sh- like for when sure. there wasn't, yeah. when there like wasn't, you know, a thing about it, and it would have just been just a big, you know, room of, you know, awesome, you know comics and posters and magazines and you know all that kind of stuff and and just like a bunch of people. nerds yeah just a bunch of nerds yeah. that didn't have anywhere else to go because there was no internet and there was no you know there was no way of of connecting that way and so it was such a nice thing that like everybody came to this deal and it pretty was pretty much was was uh uh california i mean it was people who lived in the california oh, yeah. area that would be at right. that thing. I mean, it wasn't like people coming from all over the country. That didn't happen until later. But I do remember it happening, like, in the late 70s, like, early 80s. I remember reading about it in, uh, like, maybe Starlog or, or, you know, some of these magazines that, you know, were big on, like, nerd stuff. And so mm-hmm. they would talk about it. And, and it would just be kind of a thing of, like, you know, the stars of Star Wars showed up at Comic-Con or the, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. I don't think it was even called Comic Con. I think it was called something else. I don't remember what it was called. It, it was. It could have been just like the San Diego Comic Book Convention. I don't know. Um, but it, obviously, it grew, you know, over time, and it got to be a big deal. And then when the movie stuff started happening, it just kind of got crazy. Like it just like all of a sudden, like all the studios wanted to, you know, have all their cast there, and and yeah. you know and. And this is really the change of, you know, what's happened in comic book culture is that, I mean, we we read comic books um, and yeah. people of, of our age uh, read comic books and, and we were, you know, they were cheap and you could just pick them up anywhere and, and people threw them away and you could find them on a bus right. and you could, you know, whatever. Nobody cared. They were just like a newspaper. Like nobody had any value to them. Like it was just right. like, these are for kids you know, whatever, go read your Spider-Man comic and shut up. And they didn't, and it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. 
Um, right. And, uh, but then, you know, as we got older, you know, of course, then the, the whole other thing with, you know, people started realizing there was value to them and then they just wanted to just buy, like, you know, four issues of one or four copies of one issue so that way they could read one and put three away in a mylar bag and put it in a safe <laughs> and, you know, hire a troll to stand in front of it and, like, ask three <laughs> questions so they can get in, you know, one... It's a really complicated... <laughs> one, of the, one of the questions was, you know, uh, what was your favorite pet? You know, whatever. <laughs> you know, just, you know, just random things that nobody would know, you know, because you could have several pets. Um, but... Uh, but that, I mean, that was what happened, and and then uh, now kids don't read comic books. Like they just don't. I mean, there's some that do. There's kind of a weird, you know, faction of kids that still read comic books, which I'm happy that they do. Well, they're almost five dollars a piece. Yeah, they're super expensive. You walk into so they're, you walk they're, into a comic store, and you're really going to spend, you know. Okay, I, I just got five dollars for my allowance. Should I buy a new fi- fidget spinner, or should I buy this comic that I can read for ten minutes and then it's done? Yeah. I mean, it, it just or can I, you know, I can buy an app on my phone for five dollars. You know, they're well, not priced. Yeah, they they priced themselves out. Yeah, they've priced themselves they priced. They really out, have. For sure. Um, and same with action figures too. I mean, that's happened too. And when when I was you know a kid. When the first Star Wars line came out, I still have the the cardboard uh, backs for uh, a ton of my figures. I saved those for some reason. I don't know why, but I've got all the all the backs to them, and it still has the prices on them at Target and Holiday, and they were a dollar eighty nine. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I know. So it's like, well, of course my parents bought me a Star Wars figure every time we were at. Kmart or Target or whatever, they were a buck eighty nine. They were less than two dollars. There was nothing reason. There was no reason for them not to buy me one, unless I was just being a complete shit. Um, yeah. But I mean, you know, if I was being a decent kid, and you know, I'm just hanging out with them, and there's like, yeah, for less than two dollars, I can make you like jump over the moon because uh, because you got you know a new Yoda or whatever, you know, like <laughs> one with a one with a realistic cape or something, you know, it's like, I mean, like, I, would get, I would get freaking crazy. I'd be so excited. I'd be like, oh, my God, look at this. Ah! And it was $1.98, so sure, yeah. why not, you know? But yeah. now, now they're nineteen ninety nine. you know, it's like, that's, that's expensive. That's expensive yeah. for any kid, you know? And uh, so now we've we've gotten this thing happen where, the kids don't read comics, and they're more into the video games. They're more into the video games. They're more into the movies. They're more into the TV shows, the cartoons, yeah. all that stuff. But the thing is, and, and this is what makes me happy, is that the kids that are into that stuff, they are into it as much as we were into like reading the comics. Like They are, they are invested in the history and the stories and the yeah. origins and all that stuff. They are invested as much in that stuff as we were. It's just a different media. Right. But they're, they are just as into it as we were. Like, they will talk about it for hours, you know, about, you know, the movies or the cartoons or whatever. Um, yeah. 
Well, so I, I, if I could connecting. log the time, if I could log the time that I've talked about Infinity War with my two boys, <laughs> just over the past week, it'd be yeah. hours. That's they, that's all they want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, they just want to ask about everything. Yeah, and and I've read it, and we've talked about it before. It's not that interesting. It's I mean, it's <laughs> you know, it's okay. Yeah. It's epic. You know, everybody's there. But honestly, in comics, people are always there. Like, you always get big groups of people together, and it's like, that happens all the time. That's not even, like, a thing. Like, it's not yeah. even like, oh, we've never seen this many superheroes in one place. Oh, yeah, you have. A gazillion <laughs> times. Like, all issue. the time. Yeah, all the time. Spider-Man just fought Galactus. I mean, what are you talking yeah, about? There'd be, like, there'd be, like, these two-page spreads all the time. Where it would just yeah. be this massive artwork of like you just were trying to pick out like everybody be like oh there's Ant Man and there's Wasp and there's Black Panther and there's this and this and this <laughs> and you just and you were just like so excited to see everybody all together but yeah. you know it's like I know Infinity War is a big deal because of the movies and it is going to be epic I mean anybody who has not seen this leaked thing. Um, you should probably go check it out. I'm sure it's not going anywhere. It was pulled down right away, and then, um, and then it went right back up again. So it's it's, it's too back yeah, it's, it's too it's late. Back it's, it's, it's it's everywhere. It is yeah. It is completely embedded into the internet now. There is no way of getting rid of it. Um, quality unfortunately, is horrible, yeah. Unfortunately, quality <laughs> is terrible. And I and I I'd really like to meet the woman's head. That, uh, that <laughs> is in, is in uh, a quarter of the frame because you can almost make her out. Like you can kind of see her hair, and you can kind of make out a person. And it's like um, you could almost you could almost maybe identify her if you knew her. Um, you track her down and have an interview. Hey, yeah, you're the head in the, in the front <laughs> of the War trailer. You're the head in this huge trailer that's made its way around the world. I can't believe that there's not one other person that got a shot off in that in that room that was better. <laughs> like it yeah. wasn't like one person who had like a better you know vantage point or whatever. I mean, I appreciate the person who did it, and you know, uh, I'm sure Marvel's <laughs> not happy about it at all. But you know what, <laughs> dumb dumb Marvel. DC released their Justice League trailer a minute after they showed it at Hall H. And you yeah. know what? It just, it's not going to have any impact on who goes to see that movie or not. It has zero impact. So if you were to yeah. release that Infinity War thing a minute after, again, no impact whatsoever on how many people are going to see your movie. All you did is just make somebody put out a really awful copy of it online. Yeah. So now everybody can see this terrible version of something that you spent a ton of money and time on trying to, you know make something really cool for people to see and now we're all looking at it like you know we're watching it underwater or something and so it's <laughs> like you know that's that's a dumb move i thought that that's was a great really point stupid. i mean how how often did you watch the bootlegged justice league trailer that came out from comic-con exactly you didn't because you didn't have to <laughs> didn't have to <laughs> yeah. nobody recorded it because it didn't uh, matter they knew it was going to be online no. Exactly, and it was going to be in high quality, high def, and you could see everything and hear everything, and and honestly, yeah. was not a bad trailer. 
Um, it yeah. looks like Josh, Josh Whedon is now in charge of it because um, Zack Snyder left for uh, family reasons. And it looks like he's bowing out of the whole the whole franchise completely. He's, he's slowly kind of easing out. They're removing him from a lot of things, and, and uh, he's not going to be connected with it probably too much longer. Um, with Joss Whedon taking over, it, it feels, now it feels kind of like Avengers. Now it kind of feels like a Joss Whedon thing. Um, yeah. Which, it actually looks fairly entertaining. And it's, and it, it looks light and fun. And the jokes weren't incredibly dumb. Like, you know, they were actually, some of them were actually pretty clever and funny. Um, yeah. And I was like, you know what? Okay. I'll, I'll go see this now. I mean, like, I'm, I would have saw it eventually, but I wouldn't have, like, gone out and saw it immediately. Um, I'm more inclined maybe to go see it, like, the first weekend now. I mean, just, you know, because it looks, it looks like fun. Um, yeah. I still don't know why says, they're trying to keep Superman a secret. Like, I know, come on, we all know he's going to be in it. It's just so stupid. Just It is dumb. Um, so then DC did that, and everybody was, you know, pretty excited about it because Wonder Woman's back and Flash and uh, all these new people. Um but uh, they got done with their panel. Everybody was pretty happy with the panel. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. And then Marvel had their panel. And then Marvel was like, here, uh, DC, hold my beer. And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're like okay, let's, let's show you what we're going to bring out. And not only did they show the Infinity War trailer, which obviously was epic, um, yeah. they put out the new Thor Ragnarok trailer. Oh yeah, which they did did release online a minute later, which is incredible. And we don't even need to talk about it because it's online; everybody can see it. But it is so good, and it's going to be so funny. And there's just so many great moments in it. And I don't want to see any more about it. I don't want to. I I'm done. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to see anything else. Yeah. I'm in a hundred percent already, and I was, and now I just want to see the movie because it looks so much fun. Um, and they really then, show the Taika Waititi influence. I mean, you can you can totally oh, see his humor, one hundred percent, all over the trailer. And they talked about like somebody said that they showed some other clips too, and they showed a clip of uh, the rock creature that Taiki is uh, is playing in the movie. And they yeah. said they said some of the dialogue that that he was you know saying in the in the clip, and I was like, that's. It's classic, like what we do in the shadows, kind of humor. Like that's no. that's funny. That's funny stuff. So I was like, yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally into that. That sounds incredible. Um, and then, just when I thought that they couldn't like say any more cool things, they bring out Captain Marvel, which I was not terribly excited about. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And, but but I was but I was like, obviously she's a part of the Marvel universe. I like Brie Larson. I trust them that they're going to make a, a decent movie out of this, you know, just like Ant-Man and, and whatever. Yeah. And they, they revealed, one, that it's going to take place in the 90s before Iron Man, which, yeah. that's crazy, because that's like, wow, that's going to be a whole different uh, viewpoint on the Marvel Universe as far as, like, nothing has happened yet. Um, right. But now it's starting to happen which could be really exciting and really cool. And I love stuff that takes place in the 90s. I've talked about that before. I think it's a really fun 
uh, time period to play with and, and the clothes and the look of things and everything. I just, I, I love, I love stuff that takes place in the 90s. Um, and the 80s, but I, I really like the 90s. And, uh, <laughs> and the 70s. I like the 70s too. Um, but, uh. I have to say that it's kind of weird that 90s is now considered a period thing. I know. That I makes know. me feel That's, so old. It makes me feel kind of, it does kind of make me feel kind of sad. And when we start doing period stuff of the 2000s, then, you know, yeah. like the, you know, 2000 and 2001, they're doing like period things of those. Um, <laughs> then you'll start, then you'll really start feeling old. Um, but, but okay, but, but besides that announcement, which was awesome, the 90s thing, I thought that was super cool, they revealed the villains, which. Oh, yeah. Is the scrolls, which, oh my god. Nobody thought that we'd ever be able to see the scrolls in a Marvel Universe movie. Um, we were sure that it was locked up with Fox with Fantastic Four because the scrolls are their like classic villains. Um, yeah. and we've always seen the Kree. We, we saw the Kree in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Ronan, uh, was, Ronan was a Kree, wasn't he? Ronan was uh, a Kree. Yeah, yeah, Ronan was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, they're blue. Yeah. Um, so we knew that the Kree were out there, and for those who don't know, um, the Kree and the Skrulls, they've been in a war for ages, and it's like this ongoing thing, and the Fantastic Four would uh, often get kind of caught in the middle of that, um, and it's kind of like the Hatfield and the McCoys, like it just keeps going, like they, like they never resolve anything, and they're constantly battling, and they're arch enemies, and the whole thing. But the scrolls yeah. are super cool looking. They're just a great looking alien race, you know. Whereas the Kree, they just kind of look like people, and they're kind of blue and kind of big. But, um, but the scrolls have the cool like uh, green goblin kind of ears, and they got the. You know, just, they're just awesome looking. They're great looking well, they've creatures. Got the, and the Thanos chin. I mean that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they, they look very similar to to him. They do that little. Uh, it's kind of like a dimple, like it's like multiple dimples, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. How to, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like a. Kind of like a waffle. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of how to describe but it. Their big um, thing is that they're shapeshifters. That's their yes, major power. Exactly. Yep. They can turn into anybody. Um, Which I'm assuming masters at it. They're they're setting up for Avengers four with that announcement. I would assume that that means that we are going to see the uh, Secret Invasion uh, storylines come in, yeah. um, which would explain why they didn't ever want to release the title of Avengers 4, because they knew that that would give away, like, what was coming. But now, I I will not be terribly surprised if, when they release the name of Avengers 4, which they're going to soon, because they're shooting it now, um, it will be called Avengers War Secret Invasion. Like, that will be, like, that will be the title. Because that will be where they're going to go next. Um... Which is great because then you can literally bring back anybody you want because they can change their shape and they can turn into anybody. Um, yeah. So dead characters, you know, anybody doesn't matter. Um, so that's a smart characters that have so that, died could have been scrolls. 
Exactly. You can totally mm-hmm. do that whole thing because they used to do that all the yeah. time in the comics. They would retcon things all the time that they, you know, scrolls were kind of like their fallback all through the years. And if anything happens that they didn't like, like they needed to change it, right. like say, uh, you know, Aunt May, you know, ends up, you know, marrying Dr. Octopus, well, she did that. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a bad, that's a bad one. Um, <laughs> like, like somebody turns bad or something, like, you know, like, uh, uh, Captain, Captain oh. America, you know, it starts doing evil things or whatever, you know, something happens where people are not happy with where the character is going. They always could just say, oh, you know what? He was a scroll. And then they, they it's kind of like Mission yeah. Impossible. You just tear the mask off and they're like, oh, he's been a scroll the whole time. Um, <laughs> and so then, so then they can totally retcon everything and it'd be like, oh, well, that's not your fault. That was a scroll. So, um, but anyway, I'm going to say yeah. scroll three more times. Scroll, <laughs> scroll, scroll. Okay. Anyway, it's going to be really, really cool. So that's really fun. And that's a great announcement at Comic-Con. Um, and I, uh, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank as to what else they announced. Um, they showed a bunch of trailers. Ready, Ready Player yeah. One. I've, I've heard the book is really good. I've also heard the book's really bad. I, I yeah, I've heard, I've heard it eventually. Very, uh, yeah, I've heard it's very good. Um, the trailer looks great. Um, it looks really cool. I mean, I don't know all the details about it, but I like the idea of the story and yeah. it sounds, sounds uh, interesting. It sounds like a perfect thing for Steven Spielberg because yeah. he loves nostalgia and this has a lot of nostalgia in it. And, and from what I heard from the book, it's all 80s nostalgia, you know, and, and so it's uh, it's right in Spielberg's, like, time of, like, when he ruled the world, you know, I mean, like, right. all the stuff that he, all the things that he created in the 80s, you know, those are the things that are super iconic, you know, the Back to the Future, Raiders of Lost Ark, uh, E.T., um, Close Encounters, I mean, all this stuff, I mean, like, the 80s were his time, I mean, he really, you know, had it wrapped up, um, so he features very strongly in the book, along with all these other 80s things, but, um, from what it sounds like, you know, well, I mean, what's nice is that since he's doing it, they've got the rights to all the stuff, you know, the, yeah. and like, you know, anything that they want to use connected to Steven Spielberg done. It's in there, you know, so, uh, good for them. They made a good move there. They, they, they picked the right horse there as far as the uh, people that they could connect themselves to. Um, yeah. but yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a cool trailer. I, I thought it, uh, I thought it looked pretty good. Um, well then walking dead, Stranger Things oh, and Doctor yes. Who all release oh, trailers. Yeah. So I, I think the Walking Dead. I don't know. We haven't talked about this one. The uh, no. the bulk of the trailer is uh, pretty standard. You know, getting ready for war type montage. But then they show that that shot at the end, and uh, fans of the comic know what that meant. <laughs> I don't know if we should right. talk about it any farther. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, it, it's going to have a big impact on the show, and yeah. it means that it's going to be doing what the comic did. So, yeah. so it's uh, it's it's exciting to know that that's where they're going to go with it because it's a great story uh, 
thing. Um, it, I mean, it's a great aspect to the story so mm-hmm. far. Um, but it also means that we are getting dangerously close to where they are in the comics. Which yeah. I'm like, I'm like, holy cow, like we're already catching up. Like it's not going to be long and we're going to be like right on track with what's happening. Um, in the comic books at the same time, which, how does that work? When will he just continue to, like, is he just going to be adapting the TV show at some point? Like, is he going to be, like, having, like, the TV (laughs) show and then he's just doing a comic about it? Because it's getting close. And, which then that kind of scares me a little bit because then you don't know what's going to happen next. And then I don't know if I'm going to be, I don't know if I'm 100% going to be as comfortable watching the show, <laughs> not knowing anything that's going to happen. Like, I've been so used to being ahead of everything that yeah. to be kind of in the position of, like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, I don't know if I'll be comfortable with that. I might be <laughs> very, very upset about that. It made me really, yeah, it might just be really unpleasant for me. Um, so uh, I hope we don't catch up very soon. I hope he slows it down a little bit. Um, I mean, I like how they kept things separate. I mean, how they've kind of changed things up. That so you're still on your toes, but I mean, you're right. The the general storyline of the show follows the the basic storyline of the the comic. So Nothing right, and even surprised. even and even and even things that he doesn't use in the book, you know, that are in the books. It's funny because like you're like, oh, that's funny. They didn't use that thing. They didn't use that thing that happened to so and so. Then in the show, all of a sudden it comes back and it's somebody else, you know. And you're like, yeah. oh, oh yeah. here it comes, here it is. Yeah. You know, it's like the thing with the kids. You know, it's like that was in the books a long time before you know it happened in the show. Like you know, like that was something that happened very, very early. The whole thing yeah. with the the brother killing uh, the, the two boys and one of them kills his brother. That was that was way early. And then when they did it in the show, it's like all of a sudden it just kind of came out of nowhere. Like I didn't even see it coming right away. And then I was like, oh, shoot, they're doing it. They're doing that thing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's – it was such a chilling moment in the book that it was it was equally chilling in the show. Um, yeah. And I like how they do that. It's like, you know, they, they keep you on your toes that way. So you're not – you don't know exactly what's going to happen. Um, but I'm ready for the I'm ready for the Negan stuff to be over. I'm 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 kind of reaching the end of that. Um, yeah, Negan, I agree the, with the you. Negan, the Negan fatigue is kind of setting in now. I'm like, ah, uh, you know what? There's a reason why you can't have a character like that for too long. Like it's yeah. <laughs> it just it just it just gets a little too drawn out, and the platitudes and the you know and the talking it's getting to be like Abraham. It's getting. It's getting a little, a little much, um, <laughs> but yeah, trailer looked cool. Um, very long, showed lots of stuff. Yeah, what, um, it showed a lot of stuff. Yeah, it did. And then uh, Stranger Things. We won't talk about this very long, so we gotta get going here. But uh, Stranger Things um, looks awesome. Looks incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. It looks like it was all. Looks like a I was step all up in. from the last from the last season. I mean, it looks like they've amped everything up as yeah, one would expect. Thing. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was all in anyway. I mean, it's yeah. like it, I wasn't. It wasn't like I was considering watching it or not. Um, 
I'm 100% ready for it, and it uh, it looks yeah, it looks pretty fantastic. Um, yeah. And then what was the other one? Oh, Doctor Who. I didn't see the Doctor yeah. Who one. Um, you can talk about that for a second. It's, yeah, it's interesting because they. I, sorry, I'm sorry if you haven't watched the last series of uh, Doctor Who, but at the end of the the last episode, because this is for the Christmas special, the trailer they released. The end of the episode, the Doctor is in the middle of his regeneration process to a new actor, which we've talked about is going to be a a woman, um, Jodie Whittaker. But uh, he ends up stumbling across himself uh, in his first first form. um, Oh, I heard about this. That's right. I did hear about this. So they have a new actor, of course, playing uh, William Hartnell because William Hartnell died decades ago. Uh, they've got the David act- Bradley. Yeah, he's, David he's from uh, he's from Harry Potter, and yep, he's um, on the Strain. Bunch of other the stuff. show I yeah, the show I oh about yeah, last week, the Strain. He's like one of the main guys on that. So and he, he was actually in, uh, he was in At World's yeah. End too. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, he's a he's a prolific British actor, and he actually played um, William Hartnell before. Um, not the first Doctor, but he played William Hartnell in a. Uh, sort of a special episode that was about the making of Doctor Who oh. that uh, Mark Mark Gatiss uh, wrote, and he might have even directed. Um, oh, from Sherlock. From Sherlock, yep. So he uh, he had, he had made like a it was like a one hour special that was you know about how Doctor Who came to be, and it was sort of a behind the scenes you know drama docu drama type thing. Yeah, and and um, so they they took uh, William Bradley. And, and or David Bradley, and they're actually having him be the first Doctor now, which is an interesting concept. It's not really a surprise because after after his turn as uh, William Hartnell playing the Doctor, everybody kind of assumed that was going to happen somewhere down the line because he did such a great job. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see this Christmas special and and what happens. And of course, everyone's uh, interested to see Jodie Whittaker her first few moments as, as the Doctor, so. Yeah. Exciting for the Doctor Who nerds. And there are many. There are many. And they do not pick women doctors. <laughs> not all of them. Just not all. A, a small vocal minority, I would say. Yeah. Um, there's one last thing I want to talk about. We It had actually happened right well when, when we were recording our, our last episode last week, but uh, the guy from Lincoln Park, Chester Bennington, um, I know we usually talk about deaths, and, so, and he was found to have committed suicide um, last week. And I, I'm not really, I was never really a huge Lincoln Park fan. I mean, I, I'd listened to some of their music and was familiar, you know, with them from the radio or whatever, but for some yeah. reason this death really struck me um, differently. And I, I went back and I listened to the first album just because it had been a long time and um, I saw that they had a new album from 2017 so I went and listened to that and they they had quite drastically changed their sound from back in the early 2000s yeah. and uh, a lot of the songs are dealing with depression and mental illness and trying to work through that and it just it, it really hit me, I guess, where I'm at. Um, somebody who's dealt with both depression and mental illness, and 
currently going through it and uh i don't know i just it thinking about you know i guess he was a big friend of um he was a friend of chris cornell and he committed suicide uh, chester committed suicide on chris cornell's birthday and wow. chris cornell had uh, also hung himself and was another person dealing with a lot of you know mental issues and right. um me- mental meaning you know mental health issues and depression and substance abuse and uh, i guess i just i i'm gonna end this this podcast with one of the songs from this last Lincoln Park album. Oh, good. Because I think it's it's uh, it's haunting. Um, just dealing with the doubt and the hopelessness and trying to overcome that. And I just I, I want to offer anybody out there that if you're going through the same thing, talk to somebody. Yeah. Don't keep it stuffed up inside. You know, it's it's okay that you're struggling. It's okay that you're hurting. Um, you don't have to hide it. You don't have to make no. make it seem like everything's okay. If you have access to health care, uh, mental health services should be covered uh, by just about any health plan. Look it up. Talk to a therapist. Talk to uh, even a friend, a, a, a trusted friend, a pastor, a uh, right. um, co-worker, um, a family member. I mean, just, just don't keep it hidden. Um, and, and the thing is, and the thing is, you have to you have to realize too is that you're totally not alone. Like there's like absolutely like you are like you are not like an anomaly. You are not like you're not the only one that's going through these kinds of things. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> that you talk to has either been touched by somebody like you know, who's been going through it, or they've gone through it, or they've lost somebody because of it. Um, I mean, I know so many people that, you know, I've had family members or, or friends. I've had friends. Um, it's a, it's such a sad thing when you find out after the fact that, you know, these people were, were hurting so badly and you didn't know it. You didn't realize it. And you feel like you could have maybe done something about it. Like, you, like if you would have known, oh, if yeah. only I would have called them more. If I would have just stopped over at their house and just, you know, said hi or whatever. But it's not about that. It's about yeah. it's about the person is they see no other you know thing than what they're feeling and that's it. Um, right. And they're the ones they're the ones that have to ask for the help. Like you, people can talk to you all day long about like oh you know stick it up you'll be fine you know just you know just ah you know just another day you know you'll get through it tomorrow or whatever that yeah. kind of stuff it doesn't do anything. It's right. like, you know, it's nice. It's nice that people say those things to you, but that's not what it's about. It's about that, that you have to find the help yourself. Yeah, you have to, yeah. like, say, you know what? I can't do this alone. I can't yeah. do this. I, I'm, I'm feeling like this is overwhelming. I feel like this is over my head. And you need, and you need to get some help. And, and I'll tell you what, right now, the thing that's making it worse, and I, I completely believe this, is social media. Social media makes you feel like everybody else has got everything together and I don't. Like that's that's what that's what a lot of people feel when they look at Facebook and, and Instagram and all this kind of stuff. Look at these fabulous vacations, look at these great families, look at you know, look at these awesome dinners, uh all this kind of stuff. <laughs> but it's true. 
that you look at that stuff, and there are times, honestly, I have to just stop looking at it because I'm like, you know what? I'm starting to feel like I'm I'm starting to feel jealous. Like I'm starting to feel like I'm not as good as these other people because I'm not doing the things that they're doing, and it's dangerous. It's dangerous to go down that hole. And yeah. when you feel that way, you really just gotta really just gotta disconnect. And just you know, be like, you know what? I'm not going to compare myself to this. This is not. And the, and the truth of the matter, everybody, those people's lives aren't perfect. Those people's no. lives are just as awful as yours. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, just because they've got a nice snapshot of them, you know, standing in front of a lake, saying, you know, best weekend ever. Um, yeah. Ten seconds later, uh, they're screaming at their wife, and it's not a joke. <laughs> that it's like yeah. it's they're in a full on heated argument and you just saw a snap of like you know of them not fighting you know and it's like so it's an illusion it's all smoke and mirrors it's not real yeah. it's you know right. it's nice to see pictures of people it's nice to share little you know messages with each other and all that kind of stuff but honestly you can't take any of it seriously none of it it's just it's it's all complete bullshit. All of it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, don't believe it. Don't buy into that because your life is just as good as theirs. It's just Absolutely. that they they just had a better photo opportunity than you did. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's like yeah. you know we're all the same. We all feel the same. We all feel hurt. We all feel love. It's all the same. And. uh it's always just so sad when you hear that, you know, people, uh, when people pass because of that, um, yeah. that, uh, you just want to say to them, you're like, why, you know, why not? Why couldn't you just wait? You know, it's like, why couldn't you just, you know, talk to somebody or whatever? But you know what? It's all personal. Some people are just not able to do that. Um, but, uh, anyway, that's, uh, yeah. That's all I got to say about it, I guess. Yeah. You, uh... But if you're going through it right now, I mean, I just know that, that we care. That um, if you think everything's hopeless, if you think that nobody cares, we do. And we're accessible. <laughs> right. You can, you can even, you know, reach out to, to me. I've, I've had experience dealing with this and... um it's um, it can be hard to go through. I mean, our lives can just feel so fucked up at times, and uh, yeah, that's just life. I mean, there's there's good and there's bad, and the like I said before, the worst thing you can do is just to hide and pretend that everything's okay because a lot of times, most of the time, things aren't okay. No. Um, yeah. yeah, we uh, I guess. we uh, we got we got dark there. Um, we did, but uh, yeah. but it's but it's, <laughs> but it's important, and I'm glad I'm glad you brought it up, and, and uh, you know we we talk about you know this nerd stuff, and and uh, it's a lot of fun, and we you know we love all that stuff, um, but uh, entertainers influence us, you know yeah, what I mean, and, and people and yep. people who are famous. They influence us, and when and when they pass, and when they pass for things like this, it, it shows you 
they're no different than us. They're the same. They're going through the same stuff we are. And uh, oftentimes they have more access to, to help than anybody. Um, yeah. And they don't even want to ask for help. So you're not alone. You know, it's like you're not alone not wanting to ask for help. Yeah, it's like, but anyway, that's all we can say about it, I guess. It's, uh, yeah, yeah it's, we'll leave it at that. that. So we'll, uh, we'll go into the song. Um, we will see you next time. Yeah. Should have stayed Were the signs I ignore Can I help you Not to hurt Anymore We saw brilliance When the world Was asleep Things that we can have But can't keep If they say Who cares if one more light goes out In the sky of a million stars It flickers, flickers Who cares when someone's time runs out If a moment is all we are Quicker, quicker Who cares if one more light goes out Well, I do The reminders Pull the floor from your feet In the kitchen One more chance Someone's time runs out If a moment is all we are Or quicker, quicker Who cares if one more light goes out Well, I do Someone's time runs out If a moment